welcome to Panda Strong Podcast. We are the home of Panda Strong Apparel and some really amazing new products that we're going to be bringing out this month, and I'm excited to announce them. We've got custom powerlifting singlets, custom sewing salts, and all kinds of great stuff. So anyways, feel free to check our website out, www.pandastrong.ca, to see all the happenings. If you'd like to be on our podcast, all you got to do is send us a message, and we'll give you the information of what to do, but you can also find it on our website, on our podcast page. And today we have on the show host Alex from Kazam Gymnastics, like Alex Kazam. I don't know if that's where they came up with it, but I have a vibe that someone at that gym studio likes magic and was into magic as a kid. Who knows? But anyways, from Alex Kazam, isn't that from, isn't there like a song or a movie with Alex Kazam? And I swear, from the 90s, something. <laughs> Is it Alex? Uh, honestly, I couldn't tell you. <laughs> I've just been... <laughs> been calling myself Alex Kazam for a long time I'm not really sure oh where my that came God. From, it's been uh, were... since I was a kid okay listen if you're going to teach gymnastics with that type of name you guys need much brighter colored shirts okay <laughs> I'm not saying sparkles but that Kazam you need some action <laughs> around the lettering there needs to be some booms and bounce and Kazam and disappearing act maybe you know someone so high in the air doing gymnastics they disappear maybe that's your Kazam ability everything is in the name you teach people how to do that train them for the circus Magician tricks? Of course. We, we teach people how to be awesome. <laughs> that is an important skill in life, just saying. So Coach Alex, he is from um, Prince Edward Island. Prince Edward Island, um, PEI. I feel like that's just very hood, like PEI, you know. Um, and uh, he grew up in Canada, which is where we are based. Um, and he competed at his first Canada Winter Games in 2003. And he represented his province at seven Canadian National Championships. Obviously, he's a gymnast. So he is viewed as, and I mean, not everyone can say this, so be prepared to dust those shoulders, Alex, um, mm -hmm. one of the strongest, fittest, and most flexible gymnasts in PEI history. So he has receipts, yes. Um, he used these skills to earn a spot as the first PEI gymnast to ever compete in event finals on Pommel Horse at National Championships. And he is the founder of Alex Kazam Gymnastics. I'm going to be saying that word all day with my kids. Uh, so, <laughs> now you see me, now you don't, Kazam! Um, <laughs> So I actually taught gymnastics back in the day, but um, I, I don't hold his record, so I'm not going to talk about it. <laughs> so ashamed. Um, so he's combined his gymnastics skills and coaching experience to form a unique blend of gymnastics and CrossFit. We are going to talk about that, my friends. We are, because that's really where, you know, CrossFit got its inspiration. Let's be real. So he has trained and coached some kind of top CrossFit athletes at CrossFit NCR, and he continues to grow as a coach um, and doing things you know, from coaching styles all around the world, learning and growing as he goes. Now, I hope I covered all the basis of your awesomeness. Where can we find you on Instagram, YouTube, et cetera, et cetera, besides kazamgymnastics.com? Yeah, so um, the Instagram is kazamgymnastics. Uh, my personal page is Coach Kazam uh, on Instagram and uh, YouTube, kazamgymnastics, Facebook, kazamgymnastics. We also have a um, kazamgymnastics uh, Facebook group for our members. Um, and that's pretty much it. Well, look him up, you guys, because you're about to find out why he is so awesome. And you can, like I said, follow us as well on Instagram. And if you like what you're hearing, please like, share, comment, and subscribe. Thank you so much. So welcome to the show, Alex. We have Hilda Siegel as our co-host today. She's pretty fantastic. Apparently, she went to a CrossFit class the other day. So I'm going to make her discuss uh, <laughs> that. She is really strong for a girl. Uh, I'm just kidding. She's a power lifter. She's a referee. Yeah, I had to throw that in there. Um, she's just all around amazing. She mm -hmm. just is in the process about to open up her own gym. Oh, oh. my gosh. Powerful performance. So you guys, please check her out. We are going to reward you. Go on down there for a class. Sign up. We'll hook you up with some gift cards. Pants on pair. But anyways, check us out on Instagram for my info. So anyways, take it. Take the lead there, uh, Hilda. Thank you. 
So I'll start with my first question, Alex. Um, can you tell us about your gym and why it's different from other gymnastics studios? Um, well, um, let's just be honest. How many adult gymnastics studios <laughs> are there, first of all, right? So yeah. um, we are a gymnastics gym for adults. Most people think that uh, gymnastics is for kids and most people when they think of the word gymnastics they think of cartwheels backflips and and uh, and skills on, on the different apparatuses um, mm -hmm. but what we ultimately do is we teach people how to move their bodies how to feel better within their bodies and how to do awesome things and that starts with um, the basics so we really uh, care about the longevity uh, and the health of our members and um, through teaching them the, the basic elements of gymnastics is what really makes us different um, a lot of other gyms are you know kind of really after the, the skills or, um, but kind of maybe have different sort of, um, a different approach to teaching someone like what, what gymnastics is all about. So um, you can kind of consider us like a movement gym. Uh, calisthenics mm -hmm. is a big word that's been thrown around. Um, we're, we like to call ourselves gymnastics strength training. Uh, so yeah, that's, uh, that's pretty much it. I don't know many other gyms that um, teach the way we do. Um, or, or they call themselves gymnasts. So I think yeah, that's, I, that's the big difference. We, we, call, we consider ourselves uh, gymnasts, but we are doing very similar things to uh, what other uh, maybe movement-based calisthenic gyms might be doing. We're just adding the skills on top of that. Wait, two things, like, I, oh, sorry. <laughs> two things I wanna say real quick about your gymnastics is that like I used to teach gymnastics um, and a variety of age groups and adults, just the warm up, just the floor work, like acro yoga, you know what I'm saying? Acro dance, just those movements, like we talk about floor movements, basic mobility drills, like every adult at every age could benefit from that and if you want to have you know mobility training that's kind of like fly yoga right a lot of the fly yoga stuff is, is basically gymnastics right every a lot of these derivatives come from that source right so i agree with you like 100 that that's something that there should be more of just like there's more adult dancers that are getting into like pole and you know lycra and, and uh, aerials right that are plus size and that kind of thing so it no longer has to be for just for like elite kids so i think that's really great that you're doing it because like it's an untapped market and back then too there was a lot of people who couldn't you know the parents can't afford to put them into these programs and there wasn't the yeah. flexibility right like, you you had to be there for like five, six hours, five days a week, be training to win elite level, or you didn't go to a gym, right? Because the cost sure. was just too great. So now there's, there's so, there's literally, it's just, it's, it's on the cusp, right? Like it's about to explode in the market. And so the fact that you're like doing that and recognizing that because people get stuck when they're teaching fitness and like, this is what these age groups can and cannot do. Do you know what I mean? And that's just like, not true for yeah. the most part. Most people just need progression. I mean, there's limits with some people's body, but for the most part, you can jump into it, right? And with progression, learn it. For sure. Um, we always tell people that uh, age is just a number. Um, you are as old as you feel. And uh, a lot of it's mindset, like believing that you can do something uh, at the age of 40, 50, 60, 70, 80 years old. I mean, we do have some pretty uh, elderly people that come into the gym that are that think like you and I do. Um, and then there's also people that are like, you're crazy. I'm 40 years old. I'm, I can't do that stuff. So yeah, it's just... Um, age is age is really just a number and it doesn't like gymnastics that's where we believe gymnastics is for everybody um and again it starts with just learning how to move it's not even like we're not doing high level things with those with those yeah. numbers we're just we're teaching them how to touch their toes again and how to squat and how to get on the ground and and how to play like it like a kid and like the same way that a kid would learn to do uh, gymnastics uh, starting as, as a child it's the same process yeah i like that you make people take like the basic movements before they can progress into like the higher level classes for sure. I mean, uh, a lot of people walk into our gym and they're like, why do I have to do onset? And it's like, well, yeah. I did gymnastics for 30 years and I still uh, am learning to improve my basics and learn to move better. Um, so there's a lot of high level athletes that still 
struggle with basic pull-ups, uh, squats, and and push-ups that just don't yeah. understand how to use their bodies uh, to be efficient in those movements. And if there's a weak link in the chain, then we will limit ourselves down the road with with actually learning um, the higher level strength exercises or skills or whatever it is you want to do. Um, we always say that the best gymnasts in the world have the best basics. They really just understand their bodies uh, more. And when they're um, you know, when, the, when there's a weak link in the chain, then that's where we start to find ourselves breaking down, uh, having to break down the movements more to go back to those bases mm -hmm. and understand like, oh yeah, okay, that's where the shoulder needs to be nice and stacked and stable when I'm doing my push-up, and that's what's going to transfer to my overhead uh, handstand push-up. And okay, those are the muscles that I'm also using on the press the handstand. It's all um, connected. So the further you can go back um, with learning the basics, the further you'll mm -hmm. climb. And uh, we don't force people to start with the basics just because we're we're jerks we really believe <laughs> the best uh we we have the best interest in people's abilities yeah. and we want them to start um at the basics for, for many different reasons right we want them to prevent injuries and we believe that people can do more things that um they thought were possible and we, people come in come out of our program you know a year later like mind-blown with how their body moves how their body yeah. feels and, and what they've learned after that so it's just kind of um yeah we're not we're not a trampoline park right <laughs> You want to yeah. play, you want to skip all the things and go and jump around and go to a trampoline park. We're very complete opposite. I just found a slow motion video of you, um, like doing your hair slowly all Baywatch, like <laughs> something about <or> something. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my gosh. And now you have people frolicking in the field and they remind me of literally, like we said, be like a kid, like how my little kids look when I'm just like, go run, go be free. You have to do these movements, like, you know, red light, green light, but with like the movements behind them. And that is literally what it is. And that's so important, right? Because it's good to be like all hit fitness out, but you also have to be childlike and get into that mode again. Because when you're listening to good music and you're having fun and you're around people that you enjoy, you're more likely, right, to um, do things you were, thought you were capable of doing, right? So that's what it's like. And gymnastics is super fun. It doesn't have to be, you know, 10 push-ups now, you know what I mean? And so that's going to lead into uh, oh, the second question now, but how often your faces? Yeah, so I was, I was, my second question is about your open gyms. Like I've been to them and they're the most amazing experience. Like I, I think of it as like a fitness nightclub almost because there's like, the, well, it's true. There's like the break dancers and the crazy acro yoga people. And like, I think I even seen you doing the move from Dirty Dancing. Like, <laughs> so I was going to ask you if you could speak to like what your average night in an open gym is. And like, there's also music going and I've seen people doing backflips. Like it's, I like going just for the experience of being in that environment. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so Friday night is the, is the real uh, night I, don't usually. I mean so it, it basically provides people with a with a with a healthy alternative to you know to move your body uh, later in the evening as opposed to what a lot of people get caught up in you know um, <laughs> yeah. and so it, it, the the open gym times at Kazan we're really bringing in all different levels of and uh, backgrounds of, of people and skills you have parkour people acro yogis um, dancers gymnasts tricking people you have lots of pole dancers that are coming in it's just like it's a really cool vibe that people are um you know they're kind of vibing off of one another and it just creates this really cool environment where you come in with your own sort of mindset and, and skills that you want to learn and then someone else is doing something like that you've never even seen or heard of before and it's like oh cool like i could maybe learn that this is the place to do it right so yeah, yeah it's um and, and so our open gyms are um a few different nights a week and then we also have a little bit more of a chill vibe on, on sunday morning um where people are coming in they're working on the mobility and it's um, it's no different than what you would see at a, you know, at a anytime fitness sort of thing. You're just, you're maybe doing some different things at, at Kazam. You're working on yourself. I would, I would say it's a lot cooler than at any time yeah. fitness. <laughs> at any time fitness, it's like, yeah, big difference. <laughs> you, know, you know what you need to do is you need to invite the gymnastics grannies and you need to make a TikTok challenge where they like 
they dress as grannies and then they come to your gym on a Sunday and then they start doing crazy things with like the bass <laughs> and the lights and like hello they like the nightclub and you should just call it the granny challenge. We we need you to make a challenge for our listeners. Maybe the gran- granny challenge is it, you know, the granny strength challenge. <laughs> Love the idea. If you want to go viral on TikTok, that's a fantastic start. <laughs> um, so my next question is like I noticed some of your um Instagram uh, posts and stuff, and I noticed that you don't just teach to adults, like you're not just training adults now that you've kind of transitioned. Can you tell us about what else you offer at um Suzanne? Are you saying that you're you're noticing that we're working with kids? Yeah, like you're working with kids and I noticed that you don't like you have like the tumble class and you have a variety of different classes there. So if you can speak to that. Yeah, for sure. So again, may the, the majority of our program are adults. Um we don't do kids classes as of yet, um, but okay. we do private training for kids. So a lot of parents find us, you know, either through Google or they're having beers in yeah. the store and they see exam <laughs> gymnastics. They're like, oh, cool. What is this place? And they actually don't realize that it's an adult facility. They come in, they inquire. And uh, so we do have the odd kid that does private trainings with our, with our coaches. Um, but we, uh, with, the, with the, the way the program works is we have a variety of different classes. The four basics are uh, strength, mobility, handstand, and core training. Um, and then from there, you can go into more skills classes or more like specific strength areas like um, conditioning, ring strength, or uh, open gym, or sorry, not open gym, uh, tumbling. So yeah, um, that, that, that's kind of how the program works. We encourage people to kind of choose one of the basic level uh, elements. And then, then from there, they can go into the tumbling sort of approach or depending on what they want to specialize in. Yeah. So just ask what you're saying, actually, like I said, it's a lot of people, like you just mentioned, they see their kids do something like, oh my God, they're going to be an amazing gym opponent. And it's like, you know, I was lucky where I did a lot of community um, dance and fitness and different types of things, right? Sports where I was in inner cities where they didn't have any equipment or really crappy old equipment that should be thrown out or like nothing. And so that really had to make me up my game because I had to learn how to teach people properly, right? But on like the basic conditioning level and even up to eight-year-olds where some of these kids, you know, have not been physically active any of their childhood. So they're very stiff. They don't have good cardio, right? But it's possible. So it's like you said, it's like you still have to meet those basics first. And I think I read somewhere on your site or you said it earlier today um, that you, the good gymnastics gymnasts, sorry, are the ones who have the basics really solid, right? So it's not, right? And so I would always say a lot of people want to be private too. And it's like, at the end of the day, we can do that, but it's almost like a physiotherapist who prescribes you like, you know, stretching exercise. Like, why? Why do I need to do this? Why not just like, do it to me, you know, break my diet, but you got to do it. You got to do it yourself. And there's that progression of skill and you can't just always uh, just do all the crazy stuff. And sometimes you got to do the basics, you know what I mean? And it's basic are just as good and it's amazing. Even if you may not see it, you will feel it. Yeah, it's the boring shit that gets you to the exciting stuff, right? Yeah, I agree. I have to work on boring stuff more often. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I was going to mention too that I noticed you have uh, several workshops as well, like with the cold water therapy and you also had some acro yoga going on. Yeah, um, so... I think uh, when people see Kazam Gymnastics, they, they see that, you know, that very specific niche, but we're a lot more than that. We, um, we also want to, you know, help people with to just live better um, in their bodies mm-hmm. and explore other uh, ways of, of being healthy and, and living a healthier lifestyle with healthier choices and learning to do things that are in their control to, um, you know, just to have a better mindset. And uh, one of those things that we, we practice is, uh, is called uh, cold therapy um, known as the Wim Hof method. So we, um, it's not official. We it's we're like it's available to all of our members, but we've had some workshops and then some sort of outdoor community events where people can jump into the cold uh, into a cold ice bath sort of thing. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, and the acro yoga and stuff like that. So we're trying to really just branch out into showing people um, there's more than just gymnastics. Gymnastics isn't only isn't what it is all about. Like weight training is also really important for you. Yeah. Teaching gymnasts and, and dancers how to you know get involved with like lifting external weights and stuff like that, which is really important with your body when it comes to longevity and and 
improving your your general health and growing old like you you kind of have a if you have a well-rounded ability within all of those areas um mm -hmm. it's important and then the, whatever happens in the gym is only just a small little piece to um being healthy and taking care of your body like it's all of the other things as well that we do outside of the gym the way we sleep the way we walk the way we run how we drive our car um our exposure to cold therapy what we're what we're putting into our bodies so mm -hmm. there's just a there's a lot that we're kind of slowly branching out into and um again, like, I guess for me, starting Kazam over the past couple of years, I've learned a lot about myself um, and learned, my, I feel healthier than ever in, in many different ways. And so just kind of uh, being able to inspire other people and teach other people that um, health and fitness is more than just that one hour gym, uh, one yeah, hour, like you know, just so much more. So we are looking at, you know, slowly branching out into more workshops um, and more community events and things like that. Okay, so I got to say something. You said it earlier. You said the word catalytic. And every time I hear that word, I just think of Lizzo, that song. Um, and she's like, in the renaissance, doing catalytic, the song. I'm trying to think of what it's called right now. And I did a dance tutorial with it, but I can't think of what it is. Uh, but anyways, you should do, I'm, I'm going to find it. I'm going to let you know. You need to do, because you said dance. And I totally agree with you. Like I come from like a competitive dance background and like lifting other girls up and stuff like that. And that ended up helping me a strong man because mm. it was very similar. Um, and the reason why I think I did so well with the dance is from, you know, coming from that gymnastics background. The reason why I haven't broken yet is from the yoga. So yes, like you said, the holistic thing, you got to put it all together. I was like hilarious video. I sent Hilda in preparation for this and she didn't comment. I'm going to send it to you. But there's like this super plus size size. <laughs> she didn't watch it. It was hilarious. I'm going to send it to you. But anyways, there's this bigger guy. Oh, and he's like, on the no, it was a boy on a trampoline, but he was like oh, shaped shit. like a panda and he was huge. And he was doing back flips, side flips, and the girl nattering over was like, oh my God, he's mm -hmm. so flexible. And that's like, that's how for me. So yeah, you can't get too caught up in the limitations of your physical body, right? There's Olympic level uh, powerlifters, right? That are like bigger than me. You know what I mean? So sure. yes, health is much more than what is on the surface. Very much so. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but with, with the classes, what I was going to say is I wanted to hear, I know it's not on her questions, but um, I just want to interject real quick because listening to you made me think of it. Um, now, obviously, teaching adults and working mainly with adult population, which, like I said, is a new science. It's a new thing. It's a new trend. What are some of the things like that you've observed, you know, good or bad in terms of training them? Because I mean, there's other gymnastics coaches and strength athletes and coaches listening that, you know, maybe aren't a fan of CrossFit, right? Maybe there's, I'm a strong man. I'm a power lifter. I'm a yeah. lifter. CrossFit. And they want those, um, you know, to in incorporate some of the benefits of gymnastics training with their adult athletes, right? Yeah. Um, but they don't want to do CrossFit stuff. That makes sense. Like, is there, what are some tips or things that you've learned in teaching the adult population that uh, could help out the coaches that are listening in? Um, uh, like, so working with CrossFitters or just general, like just. No, I'm saying non-CrossFitters, like general strength athletes. Okay. Um, well, I guess my biggest suggestion and realization, even within my own body over the last couple of years, the mobility is always number one. Um, mm -hmm. That doesn't just mean like stretching. It means learning to control and utilize um, you know, your, your, the, your joints in, in very active ways and, and, uh, and never being afraid of working on your teaching and working on the weak links. Those are, and, and being honest with the people that we work with, like what are, what is the actual uh, weakness and limitation that we're uh, struggling with um, to achieve X, Y, Z, right? And a lot of times I find coaches um, will, will kind of beat around the bush and be like, well, just try it again. I don't know, try harder, push harder. You're not, you're not, uh, you're not squeezing everything. Like, what does that really mean? And we need to be able to, as a coach, we need to be able to break things down uh, in a little more detail on what is actually going on with, with um, the movement that we're, that we're working on or, or struggling with sort of thing. And I find uh, being honest with, with the people that we work with is, um, is setting them up for, for success. And uh, some people take it, some people don't. The ones that do um, will, will thrive. And so 
back, you know, back, back to that mobility, a lot of the people that I'm working with, I'm encouraging them. They're like, what's going on with my handstand? I don't understand what I'm doing wrong. And it's like, you're not doing anything wrong. It's just your handstand doesn't have the full capabilities of doing that skill right now because you're just missing the mobility pieces over here. So going to the mobility class or spending a little extra time on your own to actually work on that and come back to that handstand, your handstands will improve. And a lot of people sometimes don't, um, a lot of coaches or, or and athletes don't always realize that, um, and this kind of brings up, you know, some, some, some personal experience with even just the gymnastics world. I think a lot of gymnasts or even dancers um, can, and I guess a variety of different sports, a lot of people learning sports as a kid, often the coach is like, well, you need to kick the ball harder. Like, is it actually that they're not kicking it hard enough? Or maybe they, um, maybe there's a technique that's off. Maybe there's a lack of strength. Maybe there's no power in the run or whatever that is. Again, I'm not a soccer expert, but often yeah. in the gymnastics world, it's like, you need to try and push harder or jump harder or try it again, or uh, maybe you're just tired today, but is that actually the limitation on what's going on? Or do we need to go and work on our core strength, our mobility, uh, or maybe we're just not strong enough for this exercise right now. We need to break it down a little bit more and yeah. work on, work on the weak links. So um, yeah, I guess mobility is number one and being honest with the athletes that we work with. Um, so that kind of brings me to my next question. Um, so I noticed that you're really good with teaching all, like you were saying, you're, you're good at teaching like all levels of fitness. Um, what would you tell somebody who wants to get into gymnastics? Like say they've never done it before. Um, how would you get them started? Yeah, that's a great question. Uh, we're going to start with a lot of just basic general movements, full body movements. And it starts with uh, introducing them to like a lot of groundwork, learning mm -hmm. to just get back on the ground again. A lot of adults. Air calls and the crab calls. Exactly. <laughs> We're doing bear, monkey, crab, duck, all the animal walks that a, a, a young child would learn to do on their first day of gymnastics. That is, that's where we're going to start. And just like teaching people and having them feel comfortable getting on the ground on their hands and on their feet or on their hands and on their knees. Um, when people, when people tell me like, I can't, I'll never be able to do a handstand Well, I show them how to do the monkey uh, on the ground, which held that you're very familiar with. We do the monkey. Yeah. Well, when you're lifting your hips a little bit of your hands and you're doing that sort of monkey crawl to the side, that is a handstand. That is where we start. We're learning to get the body weight on hands so i guess it really depends on uh what their goals are it depends on what their experience is it depends on uh what their physical capabilities are it depends on their mindset it depends on how confident they are maybe I, again i see lots of high level athletes that are still not really confident in their bodies coming into gymnastics and like no i can't yeah. I'm not able to do that and then i see people that have never moved in 25 years and they come in and they're like ready to go so um regardless of where you're at everyone starts at, at that same uh, level which is like the groundwork the animal walks and crawls well, I feel like gymnastics has made me a better athlete overall because uh, like when you're a powerlifter, you're just focusing on building strength, but then your movement kind of suffers a little bit. But I also have a yoga background as well. Like I taught yoga before getting into powerlifting. For sure. So I, feel, I feel like I'm a better athlete all over now. Yeah. So I think, I think it's helped me. And I wanted to mention that you did classes during the pandemic online, and I actually took a lot of your classes. And um, can you tell us a little bit about how you pivoted when you were going through all of the um, like pandemic stuff? Like how you went from being in a live gym to kind of doing the online classes. And I know they were quite popular. So for sure. So um, the pandemic was a bit of a blessing in a weird way. We were able to uh, be pushed over the edge into growing our things online and doing things that we've always wanted to do. Uh, we've also expanded our, our previous location into our new location, which is where we are now. Um, but awesome also, you, what's sorry? sorry, I just want to say it was an awesome location. It's huge. Yeah, it's amazing. It's honestly a blessing. Um, but Kazam, uh, you know, really instilling people with those basics that was a perfect opportunity for us to just get people the ones that wanted it of course to learn to move their bodies uh with nothing but themselves uh in their in their home you know and doing that over the over the pandemic 
um, many of our members and new members that joined us during the pandemic actually uh, were in the best shape that they've been in a very long time, if anything ever. And I'm, I was one of those people, you know, leading the amount of classes that I was doing and doing yeah. the classes at home um, was all bodyweight training. And so the pandemic allowed us to kind of go back to those basics and just rebuild those foundations with people and with our members and helping them realize that you really don't need a whole lot. If you want to be a better mover, a better athlete, then come get a variety of those bodyweight classes so we were doing upper body, lower body, strength classes, handstand, core, uh, mobility, and conditioning. And that's all you need. You don't need a whole lot to, to work uh, gymnastics elements. And so obviously it's, sometimes I find um, you need a little bit more motivation and, and some, you know, your, your, uh, some self-discipline to be able to, to train and use nothing without having weights or any equipment or machines, nothing but, but this. Sometimes um, that's, that's not always easy to do, but when you realize the end goal is to continue moving better and stuff a lot of people really ate that up so it was an opportunity yeah. for us to to film classes uh you know we went we started our live programs and and um so that that was a huge success and um and uh our virtual studio now has over 100 recorded classes where people still attend and do them on their own time yeah. so with your virtual you have that that supplementary stuff sorry just interject for a second oh, I that yeah, okay. I just want to ask what you just said. So, you know, it's like with gymnastics and the basics, once again, if someone's seen a bunch of this stuff online, they're like, but this program is also using the same movement as this program, like yoga, gymnastics, dance. You know what I mean? There's lots and lots of like crossover. So it's like when you're talking about training strength athletes, and I'm sure you can speak to this, um, is when you are wanting them to improve drastically without the use of equipment, you can do two, three things. You can add speed. So if they're doing walking toe touches, right? And all of a sudden, they've got to like not run, obviously, but add a little speed to that, right? So they're moving, they're tapping them fast. That's hard. Like a lot of people, kids can't even do that. Yeah. Um, and then, right. And then if you're trying to, okay, they've got that. Now they've got to add a jump, right? So now they're they're hopping once, touching that toe, hopping on another, like touching that toe. Um, and then the same thing goes for slowing it down, right? Yeah. Like ballet, plie. You you want torture? Do that at like you know ten times less speed, and that is the hardest squat mm -hmm. you will ever do. You know what I'm saying? For sure. um, and then trying to really flex out that flexibility with um, resistance bands, pulling that foot towards your head, right? If you're lying down your side, you bring your leg up, that kind of thing. You know what I mean? So those movements. So it's like you said, it's just keep going back to base. It's great that you have that virtual classroom. Is there like, if they want to connect with you and those services and programs, how would they find that? Would they just be going on your website, contact you, they pay for it. And you know, the fee month, is it a monthly fee? Do they, you know, log into Vimo or something? It's all there. Can you talk to us a little bit about how they access that information? Yeah. So the sure. online, it's the online studio that's available on our website. I think it's like uh, on the top right corner of the website and it says uh, virtual studio, I believe. But um, yeah, back to your comment about the, you know, slowing things down, um, learning to use or do body weight uh, movements, such as a single leg deadlift with nothing but your own body and really trying to bring awareness to you know, the mind-body connection and engaging the hamstring and screwing the foot into the floor and then turning on the core and learning to just do that for repetitions at a high volume and then going back to the weight training, your weight training like goes through the roof. Yeah. So that's that's how I personally felt as well over the past several years of just really dialing back and, and relearning some of these basics as an adult gymnast coming back into the sport and then incorporating some weights again that you know reintroducing those weight that weight um it's just you're, you're just it'll blow your mind with how much more things feel connected and how much stable you actually feel under the barbell so um you know just but you're the if you can learn to control your body then um you can do anything and that's where a lot of people think uh, that if, if you've done gymnastics as a kid you can play any sport or do anything you, you want at, at that point that's um, how you exam, right? Exam. <laughs> Damn, that's the X factor right there. You heard it here first on Panda Strong Podcast. <laughs> uh, well, you were going to say something in a couple minutes. Yeah, I was ask you about your online membership, um, but um, like just to let them know, but you already kind of answered that. Um, but my next question was, do you, what are the most 
like what are your challenges you find with teaching different levels from like gen, gen pop to like more advanced athletes like what are some of the challenges you come across uh well general population you know not having a background in in movement sometimes it can be like really discouraging or just you know thinking that like i'll never be able to do that like this is just i don't and, and um having them in an environment where there's other people doing a lot higher level things is, yeah. is sometimes challenging to keep them motivated and being able to teach them the, the just enough, basically enough that they need to know in order to kind of keep up with the vibe of the class and mm -hmm. then working with higher level athletes is slowing them down it's actually like help, having them um, decrease the progression or decrease the load of the weight or um doing less reps and focusing on more quality movement and then going back and realizing oh yeah now i actually have a lot more speed or power or whatever it is i'm doing so yeah it's definitely challenging and it's also really challenging putting them into the same group or in the same class and so yeah. i i just came up with something for you alex i the marketing whiz came up with something Let's so okay so it's like i was thinking about how my kids are and how i was like hit me again they always want like the next thing the next high the next hit right and humans, so there's new research saying, I'm not saying that you're an addict or anyone's addict, I'm just saying it's like pretty much everyone's an addict in some way, right? We all have the, the chemical, you know, ability in our brain to become intense and addicted to something. So when you've reached a high level of success, whether it be like personally, professionally, athletically, whatever, you're always going to want to push for more. And for sure. so it, it feels like a setback, right? And so um, it, it's like rewiring and retraining the brain, right? And it can be the simplest thing, like you're getting them to walk on a beam and once, let's go back to basic thing, like toe touches again, and they've got a hand, holding their left hand of being big not heavy, not big, it's not mm. hard to hold, but it's, 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 it's making the brain do something different. Right. And yep. two things at once. So I was going to say is like under with you, it's like helping them undercover all of that, take away the shame and go back to learning and loving your body. And I feel like that's what burlesque is about. All right. That's what dance is about. It's just getting into your body. It's like yoga and making peace with it and getting comfortable with it and asking it to push into parts that maybe, you know, you wish you didn't have, right. Or you were uncomfortable with, you're ashamed of or whatever, whatever, so that you can have that holistic health, holistic peace and kind of break those chains and I think like you said a lot of people don't understand is like them not having that basic mobility of those basic things is what's holding them back and we're, we're, we're a generation I think that's so focused on that superficial look that it can be very hard to be like okay I want to commit to these types of training it's going to make a huge difference in my health mobility but it's not yeah. going to get that that kazam like that 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 hit that next thing on um, Instagram the next video of me repping whatever yeah. so I think when you talk about longevity and that's that's kind of like the government school now like we're kids it was about elite athletes and they started realizing okay that's not going to happen but for me teaching physical literacy all like for 14 years i'm like no we need to get people back to those basics and of all ages and get them fit and it doesn't necessarily beat me to be about beach body diet or whatever you know what i'm saying like yeah. just going back to that but i would say that's what your kazam is you know that's what kazam means okay it's it's it's, it's getting rid of that uh I had a better slogan. I'll come up with it again. But it went away when I, tried, when I went back to my technical brain, got on my creative brain. But yeah, instead of trying to be uh, so, we're so like end game focused all the time. Like, what's the next 30 days? What's the 60 days? What's next? Sure, I think. Chill the F out, man. This workout. Okay, relax. Exactly. I think uh, Kazam is all about uh, making people feel okay with where they're at and being in the present moment. And I think so many people struggle with like, well, I used to be this, or I used to be that, or I'll never do this and I'll never do that. Well, like, let's just focus on right now. Like, this is the most important, like, let's forget about everything else. Let's just focus on the, the present moment. And I think a lot of people really struggle and have, and struggle with the acceptance of like, this is just who I am. This is where I'm at and whatever it is, what it is. And so Kazam is a, is a, is kind of gives people that sort of, um, a healthy environment to just be themselves and not feel that sort of judgment and uh it's a really cool vibe i mean the community yeah. is really powerful when you have other people that have kind of a little maybe walked a few steps further along the journey and then some new one comes in and they're just behind them like it kind of they, they feed off of one another and so yeah the kazam is uh 
it's it's for everybody. I mean, you just have to be in the in the headspace and and be okay with um with not being not being the best, not being who you once were, and not being who you want to be. You need to focus on right now, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, can you also don't stop with that because that's a beautiful thing. I think a lot of people don't do all the things they want to do athletically because that's how they feel. And coming from someone who's always been plus size and as an athlete, I've always been like, well, I'll just wait till you know. And now, so this is my summer savage. But this fall, um, I told him I'm like, I'm gonna, I'm getting two surgeries, and I'm gonna be doing like a bodybuilding competition in spring. I don't even care if I win. Like it's about me going back to my body. And I'm like, after that, I'm doing aerials. It's on. You know what I mean? So. So watch out, there's going to be a panda flag. Listen, you guys are not too good close because once that weight gets there, I'm going to be everywhere. I'll knock you right out. You ever seen videos of that? People pull down to their kid walks by and they fling them across the room. That's what's going to happen. Don't do that. You know, <laughs> but anyway, let's go ahead. <laughs> I was just going to, well, um, just going to ask one more question. So can you tell us about your personal journey, um, how and why you decided to open a gymnastics gym? Yeah, I never thought I'd be doing what I do today. <laughs> um, honestly, I thought my gymnastics career was over, over 10 years ago, I would say maybe 12 years ago, I came yeah. to Ottawa as a youth worker. And uh, like, I know somebody who knows you from that too. Cause you used to work at Robert's Heart, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I used to be a youth worker. And when I was doing, I came to Ottawa uh, as that sort of profession. And I got myself back into CrossFit and was looking for something new and needed to take care of my body and needed to train. And so my gymnastics days were over at the time. And um, when I was doing CrossFit, I was like, I felt like I was learning things pretty quickly. And yeah, um, I was getting pretty competitive at the time and wanted to kind of move better, but I was also getting some injuries and stuff. And so I was kind of forced to slow down and learn to move my body and learn to take care of my back. I had some back and shoulder problems at the time. Um, so I was just kind of like relearning how to move a little bit in a very different way. And then I was also starting to teach workshops. So I worked with a lot of CrossFitters at the time. I traveled mm -hmm. uh, Ontario wide to all the gyms um, and taught weekend workshops a couple of times a month. And I was working with with athletes at the time working on, on their skills, teaching them the, the important mobility concepts on how to how to be more efficient in their body when they're doing X, Y, Z. And that slowly transferred to me doing one or two nights a week, running a, an actual adult gymnastics program, focusing on gymnastics strength training. And that includes the four basics that we do now. And so yeah. that idea just slowly started to expand eventually into seven days a week program and then into a full team of coaches and members and that now we have our own space. So again, yeah. I, I never thought that I would ever do uh, something like this, but um, I really believe that when you, when you're passionate, you, you always follow, follow your passion. And when you're passionate about something, you can do anything. Like being a business owner was just something that was super crazy to me. It's super over my head and was always insecure about the idea of just, you know, the title of business owner. Uh, that's just crazy, right? But when you're passionate about something and you really just understand the subject and can talk to people for hours about it and it excites you and it brings you fulfillment, then um, you're on the right path. And that just slowly kind of evolved into where I am now. Oh, well, there's Alex. need for it, like in the community, like there's nothing in this area either. So that's why I travel so far to go to your classes because they're, they're pretty amazing. Thank you. Hey, Alex, I want to tell you something. So we always feel like, you know, we get trapped up, always talk about this on the show and your avatar, your mask, whatever, your identity. And, you know, we make identity way too simplistic in the sense of like, okay, well, I, I, I want to be an elite gymnast. Okay, I've done that, so I need to say that. And it's like, I always feel that when you get to a point in your career, your business, whatever, your community work that you can give back and train other leaders and like have a residual legacy like that to me is impact that to me is um success and significance really right because anyone can have whatever success right like you can get famous on youtube and all you gotta do is eat mukbang is that is that significant mm -hmm. are you helping make the world a better place no could you buy a mansion doing that yes 
So, you know, that would be technically in the class of success. But I mean, once you've created something that's significant for your community and for yourself, and I think that's the kazam. Like I said, it's like, you know, not feeling like you're too old. Like I'm going to be 35 this year. Um, and I'm really excited about this business and how it's growing and all the other things that are happening in my life. Um, and, you know, I don't worry about the weight on scale anymore. Right. And I don't get caught up in um, like deadlines. So it's like, you can have success and significance in an age and just in business. Like you said, you don't have to go to school for business administration. Like I literally a little off topic, but still included in this is like, I met a business analyst at the park yesterday. It's my kids. And he kept saying, it's all about your language and talk and thought process. It's kind of like blissful ignorance, right? Like if you don't think about it, it's not hard. So it's either yeah. don't think about it, like it's something as a task or to do that's hard, or, or if you do think about it, reframe it, right? So I was listening to him and he was thinking of it as a task and he was, you know, framing it. And he's like, well, the challenge is the challenge is this because he wants to stay at home dad. His wife has a successful career. That's how that role got switched. Um, and he wants to, you know, become a full-time business analyst. And he was talking about just doing it as a volunteer. And I'm like, it's all about value and how you value your site, yourself and your life and the work you want to do. So you're passionate about obviously giving other adults a chance um, to learn gymnastics, right? And there's, I'm telling you, same with adult figure skating. And like adult artistic swimming, there are so many people that didn't, like I said, just coming from Lincoln backgrounds that now have successful careers or business and would like absolutely die to do that. So because you believed in yourself enough, right? And you weren't negative about it with yourself. Um, and that's like, to me, that's a foundation of being a really good entrepreneur is not allowing negativity or obstacles or pitfalls or limitations that you set out in your mind or the people have said to you or around you to stop you from achieving something. And that's why you're where you're at. And I think like the takeaway would be for this is like, it's really intimidating seeing people do successful, amazing shit on social media all the time, whether it's a backflip and gymnastics, whether it's like, you know, uh, like 20 push-ups, and you're like, I'm too old or fat, you know, like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? It's really easy to, to find evidence and receipts to be like, there's no way, right? So what are some, you know, tips and advice you have in closing, you know, for people who want to maybe come gym, check out your gym or other classes, maybe the virtual stuff, but just want to, you know, get involved, um, who, you know, have limitations in their head. Maybe yeah, they're in a negative spot, you know? I think uh, the mindset thing that we mentioned earlier uh, really applies to so many levels. It applies to thinking that you can do something physically. It applies to you thinking that you can uh, start a business. And so um, I've listened to just lots of, you know, uh, books and things, motivation things, and to kind of help me along the way and to be able to inspire others, but also working on myself. And one of those biggest things is, um, you know, you you whatever whatever you believe is true so if you think something uh whatever that is it's true um if you think you can come and do gymnastics then you're right and if you think you can't well you're also right so if you you know want to be uh, you know uh, this whole sort of i don't know money talk that that is going around on youtube where people are like you can be a millionaire blah blah but it's true like if you tell yourself um that i am going to um i'm going to buy a, a million dollar yacht like if you believe it and you honestly tell yourself that and you remind yourself that, that this is what I want, this is what, this is what some, this is something that excites me. This is um, something that brings me fulfillment, like whatever that is, it's true. You have to stick to that. Um, and so that's a really powerful thing that kind of, that I, you know, continue to use on, on a daily basis just with myself. And, um, and it's, uh, it, that's my motivation. That's, and, and that's how I continue to help myself and, uh, and help others. So um, whether it's gymnastics, whether it's losing weight, whether it is uh, being healthier, um, being a better father, like it doesn't matter. You, your mindset uh, and the things you tell yourself uh, are really powerful. I don't do like mindfulness things in the morning where like, you know, I write my gratitudes down on the paper, but like, I think about this stuff. I'm aware of these <laughs> things and I'm a little bit crazy about it because, um, yeah, that's good. and it's, uh, it excites me because that's what continues to allow me to go forwards and and inspire other people so um the moral of, well, the moral of the story is it's never too late to be awesome 
Yes. Where is the clapping? <laughs> Where is my stage and my audience? What do you mean? <laughs> Woo -woo. Come on. Every yes. You know what? Honestly, oh my gosh, that was so well set. I'm having all my feelings right now. Um, but yes, you know, I can I can see that your eyes are taking it seriously. And that's what I'm trying to say in closing is like, you know, a lot of people may have been around people who always like josh them, right? They're like, you think you can be a billionaire? You're crazy. Shut up. Go back, sit back down. Maybe it's friend, family, right? So it can seem ludicrous. So think ludicrously then. Who says you can't? Yeah. Right? There's stuff. There's, been, there's so many things and options nowadays. So like, who says? And someone's like, like, trying to remind you that you broke ass or you came from this, just laugh at them because like, literally like, who are they? I'm always like, you're not God. You're not my daddy. You don't know. You don't know, mate. So it's like, <laughs> you, do, you have to take yourself seriously. You have to take your dreams seriously in your life. Seriously in the sense of like, you're the one who's going to die one day. Who's going to like, fuck, I, you know, I wish I would have tried these things or done yeah, these things. Okay. So you know what I mean? Like after pleasing your kids or whatever, like you have to live with the decisions you do or don't make every day. So pick yeah. whatever and pursue it. And that's that. For sure. And then adjust it. Oh, so yeah. Take, take, really take, short. It is. But thank you so much again for being on the show. Like I said, you guys thank you. follow him, Kazam Gymnastics on Instagram. We're going to come up with a Lizzo calisthenics challenge or some Kazam <laughs> challenge. We're going to talk about it. I'm pretty excited. Um, but uh, anyways, thanks again, you guys. Like I said, like, share, subscribe, follow. Do you have a YouTube channel? Yeah, Kazam Gymnastics on YouTube. Oh, I didn't see it when I was like, okay, all right. Okay, you guys, go check it out. Let's see what you find. Try to find the one where they're frolicking.